As we start to preview the 2024 season, we're going to start off with the franchise shortstop, C.J. Abrams. And I'm going to tell you why this is going to be his breakout season. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you all for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Ryan Clary. You can catch me over on Twitter at RyanClary11 and as well as the show page at LO underscore Nationals. For all your latest Nationals news and notes, just make sure to check us out over on Twitter. And later on in today's show, Jesse Winker has signed a minor league contract with the Washington Nationals, former All-Star had some very good seasons back in Cincinnati, has ultimately kind of fallen off since as to why he's signing a minor league deal with the Nationals, but there could be something there. So let's kind of discuss that and what could be happening with Jesse Winker and the Nationals moving forward. Also, today is a C.J. Abrams preview show. Should the Nationals extend C.J. Abrams? That's going to be the big kind of hard-hitting question we're going to be getting to in that second segment. If the Nationals do go that route to extend them. What could it look like? We'll go over the language of the contract and what could happen for C.J. Abrams down this road here. But we're going to start off with just kind of previewing the 2024 season for C.J. Abrams. And I've always believed in this. I believe in C.J. Abrams. I think this is going to be his breakout season. And I'll tell you exactly why I think that. But before that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. So let's get started with discussing C.J. Abrams here first. Coming off a very productive, very productive in my opinion, 2023 season where C.J. Abrams had a almost had a 2020 season. This year, the expectation... I don't think it's crazy to say that you should expect a 2020 season from C.J. Abrams. In fact, it really wouldn't be crazy at all, all things considered here. Because C.J. Abrams, one thing that was most surprising to me about 2023 was the fact that this is someone who hit 18 home runs. 18 home runs at the age of 22 years old. Second really season up in the major leagues. And you could say it's his second full season. But even then, he only played 90 games back in 2022. This was the year that he was healthy and everything considered. C.J. Abrams had a very good, solid 2023 season. But where C.J. Abrams is going to improve the most in 2024, I think this is what's going to happen. I think C.J. Abrams, as the season kind of went on last year, we all saw one thing. As soon as he got into that leadoff spot, you saw him just simply have a much better approach. Not only was his approach better, but you saw him just being a little bit more disciplined up at the plate, taking a little bit more walks. He did strike out a little bit here and there, but considering for a 22-year-old in your first full season up in the majors, he still had a very impressive season. All of his numbers checked out for someone who, again, 22 years old, first full season up in the majors. I'm not counting the 90 games that he played in 2022. That was way premature for him to be up there in the majors at 21 years old. It was. He didn't really play all too much out in the minor leagues. He suffered an ankle injury as well that ended his season. All those things, C.J. Abrams was very impressive in 2023, but he's going to improve in a lot of different categories in 2024. Number one, it's going to come at stolen bases. Yes, I said that. 
stolen bases, even though he stole 47 bags this last year, only got caught stealing four times over the course of the season. This was an improved over six stolen bases in 2022. Now, some of that could be because he was getting on base a little bit more. He was getting on base at a 300% clip or 300 uh, clip there for his OBP compared to a 276 the year before that. But now as he kind of has matured, as he's continuing to get better and better and better, I think he's going to get number one on base a lot more than what we project him to do. And also number two, I think that's going to free up a lot of different possibilities. This is someone who at some point in his day could probably lead Major League Baseball in runs. If you had the right amount of support behind C.J. Abrams, this is going to be a threat on the base path. And looking at this Nationals lineup in the future, we're looking way ahead here, down 2024, maybe in September. You could have James Wood, Dylan Cruz, and maybe Brady House if everything goes well with him all in this lineup batting behind C.J. Abrams. When you have someone like C.J. Abrams with 70-grade speed, and then you have a power bat like James Wood, someone who's going to put the ball in play like Dylan Cruz, and also another power bat with Brady House, there's a lot of good things that's going to come from that. Now, they're all still young. It's likely not going to happen with all those guys up in the majors in the lineup, the everyday lineup at some point this year. That's a little bit of a far shot at this moment in time. But if you were to imagine that for a second, what would that do for C.J. Abrams? Not only is this guy going to be a speed demon on the base path, but he's also going to have protection. And I think as this year kind of gets a little bit better, as you have Joey Gallo maybe batting behind you as another left-handed batter who's going to draw probably a little bit more attention than C.J. Abrams. When you have Lane Thomas coming off an all-star campaign back in 2023, you're going to have a little bit more protection. And I think as you get that more protection, as you get better hitters in the lineup, it's going to take some attention off C.J. Abrams. Now, here's the thing, though. You just can't just go by C.J. Abrams. This is going to be someone who can kill you with his bat when it is needed. He's going to put the ball in play. He's not going to strike out that much. And when you have 70-grade speed the way that C.J. Abrams does, if you put the ball in play, that's half the battle already. This strikeout rate this year being very low, being very impressive, these are all things that are, number one, pointing to good things to come for C.J. Abrams. If he puts the ball in play at the rate that he did, and even just a tick more than what he did this last year, C.J. Abrams, he's probably going to have an on-base percentage of around maybe a 320, 330 in that mark. That's where I kind of want to see him take that next jump. Because C.J. Abrams is getting on base. That's really all that matters. We saw what he did last year once he got in that leadoff spot, once he had a little bit more protection in the lineup. You saw him and what he kind of did there. He took off. He started to get a little bit more confident. He was stealing bags left and right. Every single game, you encountered him to steal a base. It's what it felt like down the stretch with the Nats. But with what he's going to do better this year, number one, hopefully get that batting average up just a little bit. Batting 245 this last year, he could do a little bit more. Slugging, it was almost up by 100 points from back in 2022. I expect something not that crazy big of a leap again. But I expect him to have a lot more extra base hits, a lot more doubles. Because he had 28 doubles this last year. I think he can easily get to 35, maybe even 40 doubles when it's all said and done. That is the kind of production that C.J. Abrams could have. He could have 50 stolen bases, maybe 40 doubles if everything goes well. And also, just be a speed demon and also a solid defensive shortstop. Because that's also another key part of this process with C.J. Abrams. C.J. you saw last year, and really back in 2022 as well. 
CJ Abrams, he was fine at making the routine play. And you kind of saw him got a little bit better over time, making some web gym plays this last year, especially early on in the year. He was doing pretty damn well over at shortstop. But where he can improve the most is number one, I think his arm strength can improve just a little bit. And as he gets a little bit older, as he gets more matured, as he kind of gets down in everyday major league process, then he'll probably see that come at a better rate than what he did this last year. But also just the range that he has over at shortstop is just kind of something that if you're a major league scout or if you're a major league GM like Mike Rizzo, this is kind of the stuff that you dream about. And also, with that said, when you don't really have your strikeout pitchers anymore like you did back in the day with Steven Strasburg and Max Scherzer, it makes it a little bit tougher on your defense. You don't have those two guys pitching every few days and pumping up 10-plus strikeout games. It doesn't really happen that much anymore here in D.C. But when you have a solid defense, when you have a solid shortstop, it's not only going to make your pitching better, but it's going to make your defense better as a whole. Having C.J. here in place, setting his name in D.C. as hope for the shortstop to come for years and years and years, this is going to be a great year for him. I just truly believe in that fact when it comes to Abrams. He's still only 23 years old, just turned 23 years old, in fact, and now going into his second full season, as we've kind of seen here in D.C., it may not seem all pretty all, at all the times here at the nation's capital and the way that they've rebuilt here. But with C.J. Abrams, I think you can actually account on him taking that next step up. And if you're talking about these young prospects, you can bundle in Mackenzie Gore. You also bundle in C.J. Abrams here. Who's going to take the biggest step up? I'd probably say C.J. Abrams at this point. Now, I really like Mackenzie Gore. I think he's going to be a Cy Young caliber pitcher. That's the kind of the tip top of his ceiling there. I don't think C.J. Abrams has like an MVP caliber ceiling, but what he does have is a very good shortstop kind of background. Could be a Trey Turner type someday, as we all know here very well. You want a Trey Turner type as a shortstop. So he's going to be solid defensively, solid at the plate, and just a well-rounded baseball player and someone that you want in that clubhouse every single day. That's what I think C.J. Abrams can become. And I think in 2024, it's just going to be a step forward for what could be down the line for this Nationals organization. So it's going to be a big year for C.J. Abrams, but how big of a year? You don't want it to be all too big. Not all the pizzazz out there if you do not extend C.J. Abrams. So I'm going to tell you why the Nationals should extend C.J. Abrams, hopefully right now, but will they do it? That's the ultimate question. Before we get into that and discuss that, let me tell you guys about our good friends over at eBay Motors. And guys, passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all parts you need, that price is at you what? It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Again, keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. And thank you all for making Locked On Nets your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, check us out over on YouTube. Just search Locked On Nationals there. Hit that subscriber button. That is where you'll get your daily video portion 
of this podcast. And let's get into C.J. Abrams here. Again, we just talked about him this first segment, but what we want to do here is simple. It's something that the Nationals just have not done. They did it last year with Key Bear Ruiz, but still before that, does not happen here in D.C. We want to extend C.J. Abrams for all the reasons that we just discussed here. If you're sitting here today on February 13, 2024, I think it's safe to say that you are relatively pretty confident in far as C.J. Abrams as goes as far as the starting shortstop for the foreseeable future. I think most Nationals fans can't agree on that. I'm not going to say everyone out there is 100% sold on him, but I think if you've watched enough games, if you've seen the production from him, if you saw the climb that he took just this last year, considering his first half of the season, considering his second half, it's pretty safe to say that C.J. Abrams is a kind of a lock almost to be the shortstop for the next few years at the very least. This is why the Nationals should consider extending him. When you have someone who is still young, 22 years old this last year, just turned 23, entering his age 23 season here, if you have someone who's still young, who's still on the rise, there's a lot of different things that you can kind of do as far as business goes here in baseball. You can extend them. Simple as that. The reason why you would extend someone like C.J. Abrams is because once he kind of established himself, if he were to take a big step up this year, guess what? His price tag is going to be a little bit more steep than what the Nationals could have hoped like for this offseason. If you get him now, if you expect that C.J. Abrams takes the step up that a lot of us think he will take, getting him at a big discount this second or this offseason would be a massive get for this Nationals team. Here's the thing. We know that the Lerner family, they haven't really spent their money all too wisely over the last few years. They haven't. It's just been a fact at this point. They haven't spent their money really whatsoever. But what they can do, you can extend C.J. Abrams. We can discuss all the different things that could go wrong. Well, what if C.J. Abrams gets hurt? What if C.J. Abrams doesn't pan out? What if he doesn't take any steps up? Well, if you were to extend him right now, you're not going to be paying him some premium price. You're not going to be giving him some $200 million contract the way that Bobby Witt Jr. just got. What you would be giving him is probably something in the mid-100s. Maybe if that. I don't know what necessarily a contract extension would look like for C.J. Abrams, but just kind of off the top of the dome, numbers I can come up with, maybe seven years, $100 million. I think something in that ballpark, maybe six years, $100 million, somewhere anywhere in that range. That is kind of the price tag that I think C.J. Abrams would, number one, would accept, and also number two, would be pretty fair. If you were to go into next year, as we talk about 2024 potentially being a breakout season for C.J. Abrams, the price tag could all for double, as far as we know. Because that's the kind of talent that he has. And hitting 18 home runs this last year, I did not expect that at any points in his career. I did not expect C.J. Abrams to go over 15 home runs in his career. So also seeing that from this last year also shows that this kid could grow just a little bit more than what we think. He's going to be hitting home runs. He's going to get bigger in the weight room. He's going to get to be a better baseball player overall for all those reasons. C.J. Abrams, getting him right now extended should be the Nationals' number one priority heading into spring training. Bobby Blanco, he was on with me last week. He discussed that as well. C.J. Abrams, this should be the Nationals' priority going forward to get him an extension. I would be stunned to hear that the Nationals have not had any contract negotiations with C.J. Abrams. I would be completely stunned when it comes to hear that fact there. They know what they have to do, and they know what their flaws have been. 
their biggest flaw is that they have had so many stars walk out this door in VC. They've traded them away for farm assets, and C.J. Abrams is a big part of those farm assets. When you trade away Juan Soto, and you get all the farm guys back that you did, you get Mackenzie Gore, C.J. Abrams, Robert Hassel, you get James Wood, you get Yarlick Susanna, all these big prospects. When you get these guys back in return for Juan Soto, the reason why you traded away Juan Soto is because you had no no shot at him coming back in free agency then you better kick the tires on guys like Abrams. Because you get him signed to an extension here in D.C., have him be the shortstop for the foreseeable future. That is one domino right there that is already down the tracks. And it's also one of your most important positions over at shortstop, the captain of the infield there, the captain of the team. C.J. Abrams getting him an extension, he's already worth, he's already worth the price that you would be paying, in my opinion. This is, again something that the Nationals have just never done well. They've never been able to kind of see this ahead of time. They've never been able to really kind of project very well, in my opinion. They're always just a little bit behind. Maybe that's because of Mike Rizzo and the way that he runs the philosophy here. Maybe it's because of ownership. I don't necessarily know those answers at this moment. But one thing is for sure, they have not done this right. If you were to do this with C.J. Abrams, not only would it be a smart baseball decision, But what would it tell the fans? What would it tell the fans about the learner ownership group as well? It would be kind of a lot, in my opinion. It would be a big step forward for, number one, fans trusting the learners again. If you're going to be here in D.C., the number one thing that fans want to see, they want to see you extend players. They want to see you keep your own guys, especially when you trade Juan Soto away for a superstar, potentially, like C.J. Abrams. You want to see him stay here in Washington, D.C., a former top 10 prospect in baseball, you know the potential that he brings to the table, and you know the kind of the hype and everything around him that could come with C.J. Abrams, the 2020 seasons ahead of him, all those different records and accolades that could be coming with Abrams. Keep it right here in D.C. Extend the kid today. Now, what could a contract look like? This is kind of something that I've really struggled with, in my opinion, because you never necessarily know what someone of his age with Rock Nation Sports, they're not really known for baseball in all terms here, but C.J. Abrams, I would imagine that he would be willing to negotiate a long-term extension here. I'd be pretty stunned if he wouldn't, in fact. But what he could bring to the table and what the Nationals could bring to the table is stability. I think if you were to go to C.J. Abrams and Rock Nation and his agency over up there, you could bring to the table maybe a six-year deal worth $115 million dollars. Anywhere in that ballpark to where you're going to be around a top 10 page shortstop in baseball. But even then, it's not really going to be that way down the line. Once this contract kicks into play here, once ARBs years settle in, all those different things, C.J. Abrams is not going to be paying that much. You look at what Fernando Tatis got with San Diego Padres. That deal is a complete steal. I mean, just a steal of all steals. And I think if you were, let's say the flip side of the coin is that C.J. Abrams isn't all that good. He doesn't really improve all that much from what he's done in 2023 and beyond. Then you get someone at a regular discount kind of deal. It's not going to hurt you all too much to give C.J. Abrams this contract right now. Now, if you were to have a breakout season this year and you extend him in next offseason, this contract could look around $180 million, maybe, maybe $200 if things go crazy. But that's the risk that you play here. If you don't extend him this offseason, you get him now while he's cheap, while he's not the biggest commodity out there, while he's not nationally recognized and known by major league talent. 
it could be a good thing for the Nationals if they were to jump on this this offseason and do the right thing now. Thank you all for making Locked On Nets your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, Jesse Winker has inked a minor league deal with the Washington Nationals. We'll discuss that. What could it mean? Where does he fit in the Nationals lineup? We'll even make the opening day lineup. We'll discuss that after I tell you guys about our good friends over at FanDuel. And guys, when we talk about FanDuel, you have to get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150. If your bet wins and bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live seeing game parlays, exclusive props, and more. And of course, here in town, the Wizards are the second worst team in the National Basketball Association. You got to fade them whenever they play. They played last night. I did fade them. I lost, but it doesn't work like that every time. So next game, you could have some good luck. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. Again, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot because FanDuel the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Now we get back into it as Jesse Winker has signed a minor league contract with the Washington Nationals. And this is an intriguing signing in my opinion, because Jesse Winker again has struggled. If you look back at his years in Cincinnati, very good seasons there over the course of five seasons there at an 888 OPS batted 288 a 504 slug and also he combined for about 66 home runs in those five seasons as well since going to Seattle and since going to Milwaukee things have been really bad for the kid really bad for the kid not a kid by the way he's only about maybe 31 years old he's actually 30 years old sitting here today but he'll turn 31 this summer but this is one of those signings to where, in my opinion, you can't really lose it. A minor league deer for a former All-Star who he was an All-Star back in 2021, Jesse Winker, not a bad deal. This is going to be something in which, at some point this season, Jesse Winker, I don't think he necessarily cracks the opening day lineup unless he really kills the ball down in spring training. Jesse Winker is going to have a role for this team at some point this season. He's going to start in AAA get his feet wet there, kind of get his swing back under him because that is something that has obviously killed him from the get-go here. Jesse Winker over the last few years has not been hitting well. At a 580 OPS this last year, I believe, in Milwaukee. That's not good. That's not what you expect with Jesse Winker, the former All-Star back in 2021, who was killing the ball. Who was one of the brighter players in the NL Central that season. But with what Jesse Winker has brought to the table over the last few years, I can tell you this, hint, not all too much. But with this said, though, again, when the Nationals make these minor league moves with a big name like this, a former All-Star, you kind of have to think to yourself, well, look, something could happen. They could get something back in return for this. They could have some kind of magic and catch some lightning in a bottle here. The Nationals, that's certainly possible. But will it happen? That's probably the bigger question. And ultimately, it's just too early to tell. But Jesse Winker... He's going to make an impact at some point this season, whether it's a good one or a bad one. He's going to be up in the majors. We'll just have to see what he does ultimately with this team moving forward. Thank you all for making Locked On Nats your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, check us out over on YouTube. Just search Locked On Nationals there. Hit that subscriber button and that is where you'll find your daily Nationals content. And of course, we are so close to this pitchers and catchers reporting here. Spring training is right around the corner. 
You will be finding some baseball on your screen or on your radio, wherever you get it. You cannot wait. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good one.